you know, we don't have any judgment. I don't care if people are pink with blue spots. I don't care who you are. Like, if you need something, you come and tell me. And there's, there's help. Anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. What's up, listeners? My name is Ken Weatherford. Welcome to Laugh at the Darkness, a podcast full of stories of goodness, light, laughter, and love, brought to you by BeerandHymns.com. Each month, we'll share a drink or two with nonprofit leaders, band members, songwriters, and everyday people doing awesome stuff to make the world a better place. So we invite you to kick back and relax with your favorite beverage or simply go for a walk as we laugh at the darkness together. Welcome back, everybody, to Laugh at the Darkness. Uh, We are so excited that you're tuning in with us, and we are joined by the amazing Tracy Green with Dress for Success Northwest Arkansas. I'm going to let her tell you her title because... I've attempted it already about 10 times and gotten it wrong every single time. So take it away, Tracy. Uh, Queen of the universe. (laughs) (laughs) No, kidding. So, but not kidding. Uh, So operations and program director at Dress for Success, Northwest Arkansas. It's so good to have you here with us big time. Thank you. Um, Tell us about Dress for Success. And we're going to have lots of questions for you. So, Oh, I can't but wait. I'm going to have lots of answers. Even better. <laughs> so uh, Dress for Success is a nonprofit here in uh, northwest Arkansas. And we serve women in the community uh, who are wanting to just get their, uh, get back onto their paths um, employment-wise. So mm-hmm. we have all sorts of amazing services. We help write resumes. Um, there's something a very special about um, a woman coming in who's never had a resume and says something like, uh, I'm just a mom or I just worked at McDonald's. And then our self-proclaimed resume nerd gets hold of them and comes and gives them a resume and they like look at it and they are blown away by the words on the paper. And they're like, is this me? Like, I can't believe it's me. So the power of that is just wonderful all on its own. Um, and then we do mock interviewing which Mm, is really important. So, you know, some of the women we serve come from incarceration or they're in recovery and get told to tell the truth all of the time, uh, which is wonderful, except, you know, when you get asked, tell me a little something about yourself. (laughs) 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 Correct. (laughs) We we talk about TMI a lot. Um, So we do that and mock interviewing is really important. Um, We can't tell them all the questions they get asked, but we can certainly help them navigate the more obvious ones. Right. Um, then we do what we're kind of the most um, pr- um, the most well-known for, which is the suiting. So if a woman comes to see us and she doesn't have the clothing she needs for an interview, we have image consultants, as we call them, so basically personal shoppers, that will help them navigate themselves through this journey. Uh, it's hard. If you've only worn yoga pants and sweatshirts your whole life, and suddenly you have to wear an interview outfit. Walking into Dillard's or those places can be really, really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So our image consultants pull clothing for them. And then it's just like fun. It's just fun for two hours when we put them into these clothes where they suddenly feel like superheroes. Like, you know, we say if we get a twirl or a hand on a hip, then we've kind of nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just wonderful to watch, you know, and we are, we, we kind of encourage them, like, say no. Like, if you don't like it, this is not a charity. We're not here as a charity. We're here to empower you to feel wonderful. So, you know, you might not like what I'm giving you to wear and I don't want you to just go, okay, I'll have I'll it. Take it just um, because. I want you to look at me and go, actually, I don't like this color or I don't like this pattern. Um, so if they're interviewing, we'll make sure they have at least two outfits. And if they are employed, we'll make, give them what we call a micro closet, 
which is up to six or seven, eight outfits they c- that are interchangeable. And oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then very yeah. easy for them to add to at right. a later stage. And then we have a mentorship program, which is just awesome. Um, so anybody can ask for a mentor um, and we'll make sure that we pair them with another woman in the community who we have business owners, we have corporate, we have all sorts of wonderful women out there just wanting to give back mm. and just knowing the importance of just one person having your back. Like it's really important. To cha- it's life changing mm. having one person, even just one. And there's many, but just having one. Who's, just having one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Just having anybody in your corner how, mm-hmm. how big a difference mm-hmm. and we take makes, so much right? for granted you know as you know i'm not saying you know, not like super rich but you just take so much for granted every single day uh, on what we have and we complain about it these women have changed my life there's so many things i no longer complain about mm-hmm. um you know it's the stuff that was important to me at the time and now i'm just like oh come on have a word for yourself this is right. not important yeah. you know and then, of course, we have our professional women's group, which is a group that meets on the second Tuesday of every month. We're open to anybody in the community can join that. We just had the wonderful Alison Nar Malone uh, from Malone Consultancy do um, mindfulness last night for us, which is so important right now for everybody. Oh, yes. um, so we had this wonderful, it's virtual. It's kind of, we're trying to make it hybrid, right. but there's still a lot of folk out there who not necessarily apprehensive because of that pandemic, just like so used to just doing stuff from home. Fair. Um, so to try and like pull them out the, the out the house, we still want to give folk the opportunity to still join. Um, so we're doing that. We're starting to do them hybrid now. Yeah, it seems the way that so much of everything is beginning to move. I mean, here uh, we're we're sitting here recording at uh, at First Methodist here in, in Bentonville, and everything we do now is is with a hybrid you know option, right? Mm-hmm. At the very least, and. Uh, I think it's a really positive step forward, actually. But yeah. We say hybrid. Well, you say hybrid. We say with or without pants. With or without. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm not going to touch that one, but yeah. <laughs> and you can decide which way around that is. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, I... Uh, <laughs> It's in the name, Dress for Success, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I assume that's where you're going to start. And you start with the resume, though. Mm-hmm. That's, you? that's your first answer is, mm-hmm. is right there. And, and obviously it sounds like that's the process as well as, as you work with your clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It, you leading out with that also seems to say a lot about either you or the organization, hopefully a little bit of both, mm-hmm. um, and, and the impact that just seeing, oh, this is me on paper. And, and you know, someone, as you said, someone said, I'm, you know, I'm just a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when somebody who knows how to work a resume says, yeah, but, but what does that entail? Right? Yeah. And this are, these are all the skills from being a mom that you've got mm-hmm. and, and can like lay, you know, it, that's, um, I don't know, that just speaks volumes uh, it's life changing. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'd love to do that. You know, <laughs> and all somebody the, help me see these things, well, right? You know, the thing is, all of our vo- so I am the only paid staff member right. in Rogers. So we also have another. We've just recently opened a secondary location in Fayetteville. Oh, wonderful! Um, at the old the old St James um, Methodist Church in oh sorry Baptist Church. I'm in the Methodist Church. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so we've just opened another. Um, Dress for success there in the Squire Jahagans 
outreach center. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In um, run by the wonderful Monique Jones. Um, so we have a secondary location as well. But because of that, everything that we do in this community is volunteer driven. It's just right. outstanding. Yeah. We have this army of people who are just wanting to give back in some way. And, you know, we know that time is like the most precious commodity. I think at the moment in Arkansas, a volunteer has the va a volunteer hour has the valentine has the value of $27 wow. an hour. So, you know, we know how precious time can be. So for folk to still, you know, find the time to come and help us, that's just... That's a really... Where, where, did, where did you find that figure? I need to share that with my people. I yeah. Like, you know, Google it. Yeah. I Interesting. Asked, yeah. I asked the University of Google. It answered me. <laughs> that is it's my degree. A, it's a wonderful university. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Everything I know is down to the University of Google. <laughs> So one doing all these wonderful things, it's national organization, worldwide, worldwide organization. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, really? Is it? Yeah. Is it? A, it, do you know its origins? Then is it? Is it founded yeah. here in the U.S. or is it somewhere else in the world? Founded in, in New York. New York. Um, okay. A lady was given uh, five thousand dollars from her grandfather when her grandfather died. Wanted to find a way to give back to the community, so found a church basement in New York and started this very um plainly you know hmm. just and then so in um june we actually celebrate 25 years wow 25 years and 1.1 million women worldwide that we have 1. served 1.1 yeah. million women worldwide yeah served. crazy that's yeah. unreal yeah. wow yeah. oh that's so cool so in northwest arkansas um so we opened ours in 2013 um, and we're in the Frisco uh, Station Mall in Rogers, which used to be known for the Hobby Lobby, but that left. <laughs> uh, oh, that's okay. gone. It's moved <laughs> up to Pinnacle. So I don't know what landmark I'm going to use now when I tell people where we are. But um, So we're inside the Frisco Station Mall. And the reason why we're there is because it's on the Ozark um, transit route. Oh, right. Because uh, okay. we understood that not all of our women have, you know, transportation is a huge barrier. Right, certainly. To a lot of our women. So we that's why they chose it. We were actually founded by two ladies from Walmart. Okay. Back in 2013. In 13, right, mm -hmm. right, right. Yeah. How long have you been with the organization? Well, I was going to go for a year. Right. <laughs> and that was six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> still there, still loving it. Uh, so we've served just on 2,600 women um, since we opened our doors. Wow. And very proud to say that I have been part of 2,000 of those. Wow. Yeah. So that just makes me, whenever I'm having a yeah. bad day, I say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Yeah. Like 2,000 yeah. women. That's just crazy. So, no um, kidding. Yeah. And we say that, you know, for everyone, every woman that we positively impact, they in some way will impact another six people in their lives. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think it's around about if we, I am terrible at maths, by the way. So I'm just going to hope this, we can edit this if I get <laughs> this wrong. <laughs> But well, I think it's around. We'll, we'll let we'll <laughs> let people complain. I don't I don't think they will. It'll be fine. <laughs> I think it's it's around so we positively impacted around fifteen thousand people in the community, which yeah. is just you know it's just amazing. Yeah, that well that that seems. Frankly, I mean, if you're saying two thousand women that have come through your doors, I, I think you're way underestimating the far further reach of that impact. Mm -hmm. um, but certainly, I think it's a safe bet to assume fifteen thousand. Yeah, um, it's awesome. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very humbling. No kidding. To be part of the journeys of most of these women. What you know? So you've been now here with uh, with the organization for six years. Is 
is that what brought you to Northwest Arkansas? How, how long have you been in Northwest Arkansas? And, you know, what, what, what's that journey for you? So this is interesting. Again, came to Northwest Arkansas for two years. Right. <laughs> 11 years that ago. That seems to be a very common story here, <laughs> yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're obviously, <clears throat> my accent's from a little further south. Um, <laughs> so originally South African, yep. which is why I can say that. Um, so originally South African, um, 27, opened the map of the United Kingdom uh, closed my eyes and pointed and landed in a small town called Wakefield. So my son and I packed up and we left. And crazy. So we left in 97. So it was a very tumultuous time in South Africa, Mm. you know, wonderfully apartheid had eventually fallen and became a democratic country, which it should have been the entire time. Very proud to have been part of that uh, change. And then um, I decided just to leave um, for a couple of, again for a couple of years and then see how it panned out right you know my dad was British so I was very lucky that I could I was born in South Africa and my dad was British so I had a British passport so I took my son um, and the two of us left he was three and we left and we moved to the UK and we started over there again um, my husband came here a lot he used to work for David Gladwell ISD um, uh. so he came here a lot and then he came back from a trip once and said, hey, do you want to move to Benton Hell? <laughs> Which is what we used to call it. <laughs> um, I mean, it's difficult. You tell Europeans that this is a dry county and we're like, does it mean it doesn't rain? Like, <laughs> what does that mean? Um, so we, he said, do you want to go move to Bentonville? And I was like, not particularly. Yeah, um, doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> but, you know. We can do anything for two years, and we know it would look great on our resume. Right, uh, be really nice. My son was our son was just leaving high school. Okay, um, so it's just like a really good time to do it. So we came for two years, and it's eleven, and go. we are not going anywhere. We'll probably eventually become citizens. Oh wow! Um, yeah, when we're ready, we're still on green cards and hanging on to it. I don't know. There's like something really nostalgic about it. When I left South Africa, I had to give up my um, citizenship. Oh, really? Well, kind of. Yeah, it's a whole boring story. Right. But I eventually had to give up my citizenship. So I no longer had dual nationality. So f- to give it up again just feels a little kind of like nomadic. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like holding on to it so I can figure it out in my head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we love it here. And I don't know, you're probably, are you from here? No, I, uh, from, from Memphis originally. Okay. Uh, so, you know, uh, just across the river, but other side of the state. And um, my wife is from uh, is from Arkansas, but again, other side of the state. So, kind of Memphis was her big city home growing up, so to speak. Um, and then we've kind of lived in a lot of different places as well. So. Yeah. Well, we decided mm-hmm. when we moved here, it was it's lovely and it's quaint. And then it just you know when I started having to <laughs> stand in line, be on a wait list for a restaurant, and getting stuck in traffic, it started becoming less appealing. We've lived in big cities our whole mm. life. Like, that's not what we signed up for. Right, right. Um, so we've recently, we live in Missouri now. Really? Okay, um, yeah. So my husband, yeah, you yeah. said that earlier, yeah. We had a bit of a gear change, a life change. Like, a, you know, when you just shift gears, I think, you know, the pandemic was terrible for a lot of people. But for us, it was massively eye-opening mm. um, on how little we needed to be happy. And, mm. you know, we had a lovely house here in Bentonville and we genuinely didn't need all of that house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so we sold the house when, well, the market's still ridiculously hot, isn't it? Um, but we sold the house, made a little bit of money and then we bought 18 acres out in Missouri. 
And now we just live with no neighbors and we live in this little tiny 1927s farmhouse. And it sounds like heaven to me. It really, uh, really is. Yeah, that really sounds... I've got a, got some friends who have been very, very generous uh, to, to share a lake cabin that they have Perfect. with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we'll, we'll go out every few months or so. Uh, no internet, mm-hmm. no cell phone service, mm-hmm. just peace, quiet woods. Just happiness. Yeah. uh, Yeah. um, So uh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it is. It's a. It was very eye-opening for us, you know, on just life in general. So we've taken a different route, and you know, retirements in the next five years, and you know, we're just going to be happy and just Mm. live on what we need and not what we want. So. Mm. (laughs) All right. Been here eleven years. Mm -hmm. Um, Wonderful. Fascinating journey from South Africa to England. England, you said yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, what what part of England? You you named the town, but what what region is that? That southern, that northern? It's kind of slap in the middle. So it's, okay, it's Yorkshire. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it, it's literally right. It's about forty minutes north from Manchester. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I know when we moved there, like Africa is so big. People think the UK is so big. It's just this little tiny <laughs> island. Not, like yeah. you literally can't drive yeah. for more than eight hours without falling off. Like yeah. no matter which direction you go in, but people have this idea that it's so big. So when we moved to England and where we were. It was lovely. It was like a three-hour drive from the Scottish border. Yeah. And, you know, it was like three and a half hours to London. So, you know, my son and I... Yeah, that's a good location. We would just jump on a train or get on in our car. And, you know, people would say to us on Monday morning, where were you on Saturday? And, like, we went to Edinburgh for lunch. And they're like, what? (laughs) You did, huh? (laughs) You did what? (laughs) Like, it's four hours. It's nothing. Yeah. You know? So, uh, because the continent was so big in comparison. No, when we lived in Edinburgh ourselves, uh, we... Casey and I, and uh, this was pre-children to be fair. Uh, well, we had our first child over there, but um, but we we went around all the time, all all over the UK at the least, uh, and we would get comments all the time. Oh, that's so far! I'm like, you're in my definition of distance is very different. I mean, I, I was used to driving in the United States for 500 miles in a day, you know, and and. Granted, driving from Edinburgh to the Isle of Skye, which is only 200 miles and should be about a two and a half hour drive. <laughs> Three days. <laughs> is a six hour, six and a half hour drive that I've never been more exhausted from driving ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. You really have to concentrate on some of those uh, highland roads. But um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it is a, it's quite a small space, really. It's, it's uh, tiny. Filled with profound beauty simultaneously. So. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. So we were... Um, <clears throat> You know, where we were, we're like right in the Yorkshire Dales. It's probably, mm. it's called God's Green Country, mm-hmm. or God's Own Country, sorry, uh, for very good reason. Like, it's absolutely astoundingly beautiful. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, and, and, and I probably am, but you're not too far from the Lake District there, oh, is no, that right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah but about an hour from the Lake, an yeah. hour and 20 minutes from the Lake District. Oh, yeah. Stunning over there. We, yeah. Uh, I remember we had already had Aiden. He was about... Four and a half months old. We we've still got a month and a half before we were moving home, and uh, and we got to go on a trip down there. And I carried him up a couple of mountains, and and just oh, stunning, just yeah. gorgeous. We yeah. would open the map of the UK on us. Like we had this thing, open the map, and then all this like the historic signs of brown on mm. the UK mm-hmm. maps. And my son, he was only like teeny tiny. He was like five. And we'd always go find castles. So we'd either like, you know, you can't, you go to Wales, you fall over castles. There's so many (laughs) castles in Wales. It's just ridiculous. Um, And we would always go and we'd just go castle hunting and we'd just go and mess about and, 
you know, it was always funny to me because he'd always want to go and, you know, be the Prince Charming or the knight. And, you know, I was never the princess. He's, you know, he went and rescued. I was always the dragon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that he got to fight. I'm like, I think there's some kind of weird metaphor going on. <laughs> I'm not really aware of. One day we'll sit and talk about it. But, yeah, it was it was such a wonderful opportunity, you know, and we got yeah. to travel all over the world and that's the one thing I missed about coming here because the airport, yeah. you know, the airport here, I just had this idea that we do catching the red eye and we'd be off to like romantic spots. And then you realize it also cost you $650. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's less romantic. Yeah. A um, little less. I mean, it's getting way better now. It is big time. Um, but it wasn't, we don't, haven't traveled anywhere near as much as I would like to mm. in the U S because, you know, it's just not as cost effective as you think. No, it's certainly not. Yeah. I, I can, well, I just remember being an American living over there and uh, and getting to travel to other places in Europe and running into Americans, of course. And, uh, you know, it's like you find your, your countrymen wherever you go. Um, and and remember talking to them and, and they were, well, how much did it cost you to fly here? And I was just like, you don't want to know. Mm -hmm. I was like, you really don't want to mm -hmm. know. <laughs> and, and I, you know, every now and then I would say it and they would just, oh, my mm. God, that's not right. I know. I was like, yeah, it was... $200 round trip yeah. for the both of us to fly from Edinburgh to yeah. Santorini, Greece or whatever, yeah. you know. And Most of the time, the taxes <clears throat> were more expensive than the flight. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was just amazing, yeah. Well, my mother-in-law yeah. lives in Spain. She lives in the Costa Blanca in Spain. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would, you know, alternate Christmases. Like, we'd do one Christmas in England, one Christmas in Spain, and then at least see her, like, four or five times a year. We'd pop yep. over for the weekend. Like, it yep. doesn't make any sense. You know, and here, and I love a good road trip. There's just something really weird and sweet and romantic about a good road trip. Ah. Fully agree. And um, my husband is massively into Formula One. Uh, into, really? Yeah, he just loves uh, Formula That's, One. That is very big in the UK, it's if I very, remember that. Yes, yeah, very yeah, yeah. big. Very yeah. big. So uh, Formula One came back to the US mm -hmm. uh, about 10 years ago in mm -hmm. Austin. And I remember we decided to drive to Austin to go to the F1. Mm. And you <laughs> just like turn onto a road and it says, turn left. Stay on this road for 422 miles. Like, <laughs> what did she just say to us? And we actually worked it out. Like, from um, from Arkansas to San Antonio, which is where we went to, mm -hmm. it's actually 100 miles further than Land's End to John O'Groat. So it's l and 100 miles further than the whole of the United Kingdom. Wow. And we'd only just gone one state down. <laughs> Like it just yeah. beggars belief how, yeah. you know, how big it is. And yeah. we, I'm, we'll, I'll drive anywhere rather than, you know. But unfortunately, I, we don't have, you know, none of that whole, not that vacation day thing. It's weird here. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Hardly no. any vacation day. So you have yeah. to fly, I guess, because <clears> it kind of takes less time. Well, I can remember the comparison of being living in Scotland and going, okay, how big is Scotland? And <laughs> uh, I, I think if I recall right, uh, it was around 30 uh, 3,000 square miles, and that encompasses all the islands as well. Uh, and Arkansas is like 51. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? And also the <laughs> amount of people that live on that island. Oh, yeah. Compared to what, the, like, I don't know, it's smaller than Arkansas, but has like 12 times the amount of people or something. Oh, yeah. Or even time. not more. Like I know this, I can't remember the number of the last census, but I mean, it's huge. Yeah, big time. You know, the amount of people that live on that tiny island, I'm surprised it hasn't sunk. There's <laughs> so many. But then still they maintain the, the, this beautiful countryside. And, you know, you're like, where are these people? Like, how am I still walking in the highlands mm. and not hearing a pin drop when, you know, I'm living on a, a an island that has, 
you know, millions 78 of people. 78 million people. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So they do that well. They do. They do. They do that very well. I don't even remember what question you asked me. You know, I, I yeah, feel I, like I've answered we, these we, six of them you haven't asked me, oh, so you well, can just edit good. this out. Well, and either all my friends are going to be like, "Are you kidding me, Ken? You did a podcast about your love for the UK," or <laughs> "Hey, uh, I, I'm easy on both of those topics as well." Uh, aren't you supposed to be talking about? Yes, I am supposed to be talking about the charity. Um, but it's so good to talk about. Uh, where we come from and, and what informs our stories. So you've lived here for 11 years. Uh, you, you've come from a, a varied uh, worldwide experience. Um, and uh, so you're, you're influenced by multiple cultures. Um, you've worked for Dress for Success for six. What, what were you doing prior, prior to this career path? So I used to in Asda, I used to work for Walmart and okay. so when my husband um, moved here, Walmart offered offered me a position yeah. and I just decided, well, why would I travel 4,000 miles and be the same person? Um, so no, thank you. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I decided that was not the path I wanted to do because I might as well just have stayed where I was. Right. Um, so came here, not really sure what I was going to do. And then um, I started working for Movista that was eventually called well, it was originally called MB Retail they worked out of a tiny house here on the square okay and now uh, it's Movista owned by you know Stan um, Zalowski and April Sagerbrook okay they just okay. work out of the ice house yeah. here in Bentville yeah. so I started working with them I was their fifth employee um, back in the day and we just huh. had a great old time helping yeah. them build this wonderful company that they have now so I did that for three years and then I was very fortunate Jez was working at Walmart and I just said you know what I'm, I'm kind of done with this a little bit you know there was a you know a, a situation I didn't really want to be in and it wasn't really filling my heart with anything mm. um paying the bills but not filling the heart right yeah <laughs> and um my friend used to volunteer at Dress for Success and she said hey there is this awesome position coming up do you think you can do part-time and I was like probably not um <laughs> But because Jez was still working at uh, Walmart, we were lucky enough that, you know, I could take a pay cut. Because, you know, non-profit, you get paid grass and fairy dust, right? You don't, <laughs> you don't do it to get rich. Uh, you do it to... Whatever are you talking about, <laughs> Correct, yeah. I have no idea yeah, none, what you none. mean. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, all, it's enriching. You don't get rich. Um, yeah. So uh, I was very fortunate to be able to take a, a little bit of a pay cut and work part-time and then went on full-time. And yeah, absolutely love every minute of it. Mm. It's, you know, one of those crazy things where they say, you know, it's not a job. Right. Yeah. You know, not, not a job. It's, it's a, a love. It's just a, a complete passion. Yeah. It's, you know, these women I meet are just extraordinary. I can't even tell you how they will look at me and say, I'm going to, you have to tell your story. And I have, I have nothing to say. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You are exceptional. Look what you've overcome. Like, You've just and then when you start telling them, they're like, "Oh, actually, maybe I, yeah, that's true. I did do that. Like I have done that. Oh, yeah, I did survive that. You know, I did make this change." And you're like, "Yeah, so come on, let's 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 figure you out how to this. tell the story better because you're an inspiration. Like I'm an inspiration. Yeah, you are. And then to watch them, like their confidence build and that, it's just you know. So often, and a lot of people may <laughs> understand this, but I remember just standing in my closet just going, ugh, what am I going to wear today? Mm -hmm. You know, and then just very quietly remembering, you know, the lady who 
ran out of her house at two o'clock in the morning with the clothes on her back from abusive situation with her three kids. Mm. You know, and I'm like, I'm seriously complaining because mm. I have too much to wear. Um, so it's very humbling, you know, to, and I, they have made me a, such a better person in that respect. Yeah. yeah. You know, complaining because I was complaining about the price of gas this morning because I think we all are. Certainly. Yeah. Um, and then I thought to myself, hold on, I'm complaining because I can afford to put gas into the car that I own that I'm driving to my job. Like, what about these people who can't afford $4, yeah. you know, a gallon? Like, how are they getting to work? Like, I just need to, as my husband said, I just need to wind my neck in and just remember how lucky I am to <laughs> have this opportunity, right, that yeah. I, can, I can do these things. So instead of me complaining about them, I just need to remember how lucky I am to mm. be able to do them. And these women are the ones that have taught me that. Yeah. You know, when I moved to Northwest Arkansas, I lived in this bubble. I was like, oh, it's great here. Like it's Disneyland, right? Look Seriously, at all this it's stuff. so easy to get stuck in it too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And if you don't know, you don't know, right? You know, I think it's something like 48% of all um, single woman head of household in Northwest Arkansas live in poverty. 48%. Yeah. And I think this was taken like three or four years ago. So I have it's no idea what it is now. Probably, yeah, at least similar ballpark. You you know, and then when you, you start peeling it back and you're like, wait, hold on, there's trafficking here? What? Like, wow. hold on a minute. Like, there's poverty. Kids are hungry. 25% yeah. just like everywhere else yeah. you go in this state. We're help, no like, better. help me figure yeah. it out. Like, how do I help? Yeah. Like, what do I do now? Yeah. Like, when you start yeah. hearing those numbers and you realize, you know, there is... There is another side, but you don't know what you don't know. So you can't, you don't, yeah. don't blame people don't, for don't, not don't, knowing Yeah, that. you can't be shamed for ignorance, but no. but once you know, you mm -hmm. know, let's do something. Let's and then get you in can, it together, Yeah, right? once you yeah. know and you don't do anything, that's when we can shame well, you. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah go, go for it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but ignorance yeah, is one thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just they are the most extraordinary, you know, brave woman I've ever met in my whole life. So you've been there for 2,000. Yeah. Obviously... Uh, one stood out already, uh, you know, that, that you've highlighted. What, what are some of your, your favorite memories of, of interacting with, with each of these amazing people? Kind of wish we were on telly so you could see just how my face lit up there. Mm. I, have, I have hundreds. Um, we have success ambassadors. Yeah. So these are women who have come through our program and they're willing to stand up and tell their story. Willing, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they come back and they tell um, tell their story in front of other people. And uh, I have many. Um, Ari is the one who comes to mind right now. She um, is this extraordinary lady, and I can tell her stories, that um, was incarcerated, made some dumb mistakes. Um, she had her kids taken away from her. A really mm. traumatic thing happened. She was sent to prison. And, you know, in the four years I've known Ari, she's out of obviously out of prison she's been clean for six years mm. um she got three of her four kids back she's just got her um her bachelor's in business administration oh wow she's yeah. just got two promotions and a salary increase at her job and all she wants to do is stand up and go into the prisons and say there's there's help anyone can do it anyone can do it and she Oh, and then her daughter-in-law had a baby in her bathroom. So now she can add midwifery to what? her <laughs> to her resume. Uh, so just, you know, and then Julie, who, you know, lived in Kansas City and, you know, strong, powerful woman, found herself set at the door of, you know, the woman's shelter at four o'clock in the morning because of a situation at home and, you know, coming in to see us and, you know, now she works for us. You know, mm. she's a contract. She does all our social media. So shout out oh, to Julie wow. if any of you ever see our <laughs> social media. You know, and Taylor, she's just the most 
extraordinary woman. She works at Sam's Club. She's got a massive promotion at Sam's Club. And she arrived here from Florida, not knowing a single soul. And, you know, came to our organization and we introduced us to a whole bunch of people. And she's just, you know, kill, killing it. She's just... I've met Taylor. Ta- I'm sure you have. Yeah, she, she, she does talk. Yes. Yeah, because we, we uh, were fortunate enough to get to work with Dress mm-hmm. for Success. Um I want to say it was 2019. Oh, I don't know. All these years blur into one. I uh, seriously, yeah. Uh, mm. But it, it's been a few years now. But uh, y'all, y'all had some wonderful speakers come join us, and uh, yeah. um, and that rings a bell at least. She's extraordinary. She's had now. She's actually working at the at the head office in Sam's. She's not in the stores anymore. She's just she raises money for us. She's on our board. Mm. Like she's just these amazing and I can talk about them all day long. I can give you all the names of hundreds of them because, you know, there isn't anyone of them who haven't, you know, stood out to me because mm. they're all special in their own way. And, you know, I spend a lot of time nurturing our relationships um, and making sure that, you know, they are seen and we accept them for who they are and where they are. You know, we don't have any judgment. I don't care if people are pink with blue spots. I don't care who you are. Like, if you need something, you come and tell me. And, you know, I'm very proud the way that we treat, uh, we teach our volunteers that we don't talk about um, helping. We talk about serving because I think helping mm-hmm. is a bit transactional. Mm-hmm. Um, I think serving puts us all on a level playing field. And, yeah. you know, I don't want these women to feel like we're helping them because mm-hmm. we're not. We just, you know... We laugh sometimes. I said the only reason why you have your life and I have mine is because you got caught doing something (laughs) that Mm. I maybe necessarily, you know, we are the same person. You know, we've all had, we've all had hard knocks and it's choices. It's just, you know, I just made a different choice to you. That's all it is. I just had a support network that you didn't have. So if you had it, you know, and now you have it, where can we take you now? Yeah. Like, don't say that you don't have it anymore because now you have this incredible group of women all we want to do is watch you succeed in whichever way whatever success is to you Mm. like your idea of success is not mine you tell me what your success looks like and we will do everything in our power to get you there Mm. um i wish y'all could see tracy and and if you'll if you come to one of our events i know you'll get to um I've, you know, continued to get to do this, I've, you know, enjoying getting to do these interviews and uh, and getting to know different people who work here in northwest Arkansas. Because, look, folks, Beer and Hems needs to raise some money. I'm not going to lie. We we need to we need to be able to do a bit more. Um, uh, our funding is 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 in a struggling way. But but what we do is we get to support the ones who are doing the real work, I got to say. Uh, my my. Board of Directors, uh, or my, my, my chair of the board, Jody, I'm sorry, you, you might say otherwise, but but we get to support those that are doing this real work. And as, as I'm sitting here with Tracy, I wish you could see the joy on her face. Because um, it just, it, 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 it tells everything about it. There's not, it's so true of who she is, um, this, I'm going to say servant heart, I hope that that's, you sure. know. Uh, it's just it, it radiates off of you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, it's just a joy to get to chat with you. What what else do you want to make sure our listeners hear? Uh, and so all uh, of this, I, I can think of a yeah. couple more questions as well. But I, I want to make sure that there are things that you, if you have, that you want to make sure they hear and know. So the most wonderful thing about what we do is all the services we provide to the woman are free. 
Mm. There's no um, cost associated to any of our services. However, we do need to keep the lights on. So right. um, like you were saying, um, you know, for us to help one woman go completely through our program, we also provide hygiene products and, and menstrual products, mm -hmm. bras, like all that kind of stuff. You know, it costs around 500, costs us $500 to put one woman through our through, through, through the, the entire program. program. Right, okay. You know, and I always talk about $500 and I'm like, you know, that's probably what I pay on pet food for three months. <laughs> like it's not a huge amount of money. I think when you say it as one word and as one chunk of change, it kind of feels a little it awkward. It feels a little big, but yeah. But when you think about what we actually do with $500, mm -hmm. it's, you know, and the fact that it could completely transform the life of another human being like it's hard to not shout about that. Now, don't get me wrong. We have all sorts of ways. We'll take people's money any old way they want to give it oh, to of us. Of course, yeah. Um, and of course, five, we also... 500, 5,000, 5 million. We'll take it out. We'll take it. it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not even proud um, yeah. of how I will take it. But, um, you know, we... There's so many other things you can do, like volunteering. Again, like I said, it's, it's a precious commodity and everything we do is volunteer-led. So if anybody wants to volunteer, you know, please just get a hold of us and we'll figure that out for you. Um, we have a monthly giving program. You know, there's so many people yep. in this world that just want to give. I mean, I sponsored a kid um, in South Africa from the time he was like six months old until yeah. he was 21. And I didn't even remember I was doing it because yeah. it just comes off just your... Just kept coming. You know, and I yep. think if we could get a hundred people to give us fifty bucks a month, I mean that, you know, how what that what how many lives is that gonna change? You know. Yeah. So monthly giving is quite an important thing for us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then of course sponsorship for like twenty bucks, twenty dollars, you could help, you know, give a woman a month's worth of toiletries and, you know, menstrual products. If you can imagine getting in the shower, like just that morning process, how we take that for granted, like washing your hair, you know, uh, moisturizers. I can say that men use moisturizers now, you know, all that kind of good stuff that we just slather on and just don't even think about. Like right. if you don't have the choice of if you having to use like your kid's shampoo because you can't afford to buy more than one shampoo for the whole family, right. you know, or even one wonderful woman who her whole family used dog shampoo because they just had to, that's the only way they could do it because they wanted yeah. to make sure to look after the dogs as well, which was just heartbreaking. But, um, yeah. so just to think about that, so for $20, like and you give us $20 and you can make sure one woman has, you know, a razor, a shampoo, conditioner, hairspray, an eyeliner, like all the stuff yeah. that we crazily take for granted. So yeah, it is about the money, you know, but the money is what makes me be able to tell these wonderful stories because without it, I wouldn't be able to serve these women. Yeah. So, you know, there is, there are, and of course our clothing, you know, we never have to worry about clothing. Mm. Our ex our board president coined this phrase and said, our bank account will maybe empty, but our closet remains full. Our closet will remain full. You know, wow. we never yeah. have to. We are so fortunate with the amount of donations that we get yeah. and the quality. I mean, it's all brand products, oh. you know, and it's just wonderful. So, and, you know, we are all about sharing what we have. You know, I'm not about... I'm not going to give you because this is what I need with my numbers. I mean, I we are partnering with so many wonderful organizations right now because of the caliber of the workshops we have. Mm. You know, so we're like, well, 
you know, don't you think about... So Oasis, which is a, um, a housing in Bella Vista for women right. in, who've come out of incarceration and are in recovery, we have just partnered with them. So they're going to come to all of our workshops. We're like, well, why would you want to create your own when we already do them? Yeah. Like, just come and, come and, yeah. do, that. Come and do it with us. Yep. Like, I can't help a woman in recovery. I can't give her a job. That's what you do, and that's what you do well. So let us do the other stuff because that's what we do well. Like, yep. let us share what we do because it just makes it easier for everybody. Why do we all want it? It's impossible to be to all the things to all the people. Yeah, like, it's can't. exhausting. No, no, no one organization can do it all. And I mean, it's one of the neat things about, I think, of our area is that we have, we have so many wonderful charities. Uh, but it is surprising to me, and, and I'm so glad you did this because I, I do actually try to ask this because this is what we do. We partner with other organizations mm -hmm. to support their work, right? Um, and so I want to know, what, who are you working with? Who, who else are you partnering with? Because it's all cross, it, it all crosses over in some yeah. ways, you know? Uh, we're, we're all sharing the same space, the same community and calling it home. And we can all be working together a little bit better, I mm -hmm. think. So that's really, I mean, I don't even have to ask it with you. And mm -hmm. you're, you're already yeah. leading out in that way. And uh, boy, we need more organizations to do that, don't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. And I yeah. think the more that we talk about it, and, you know, a lot of people, there are a lot mm. of nonprofits in Northwest Arkansas. We're all fighting for the same pot of cash, right? So, Indeed. Indeed. And I think that's why folk kind of hold what they do close to their chest. Because when you're out there asking organizations for money, you want the numbers to look good, right? You want to make that, right, we've served so many. But, and we're like, hold on, but there is a way to ask for it in a grant to say that you are doing it, but you're collaborating with another another yeah. organization. So we're trying to tell people, hey, we'll even sit and we'll help you write your grants if that's what you want. But let us help you because we love doing this, you know, and we can't, you can't just do it all yourself. I might hold you to that, uh, <laughs> helping help writing grants now. <laughs> can I just point out that one paragraph? <laughs> Not the whole thing. You can definitely it was, word it was worth that a one. Shot. Yes. And thank you for saying that because I can just imagine getting 150 phone calls on Monday going, oh, are you doing a grant writing course? Like, no. <laughs> but we're just partnering with Upskill, um, you know, to help on the mock interviewing and resume writing because right, yeah. that's really important. I mean, these wonderful ladies are going to start graduating from that program. But, you know, if you don't have a resume written or, you know, ready to go and interview, then, you know, that's kind of like another barrier. Yeah. So uh, we do that. We work with a lot with the transitional houses here. Bryan University is an amazing um, work with us wonderfully. They create curriculums for us. Wow. You know, yeah. for, especially for women who have come out of incarceration. Like they yeah. do a workshop on, you know, how to talk about your felony in like workshops, how to talk about your, um, how to fill out, write it on your resume. And then, of course, they offer anybody who comes to Dress for Success 40% off um, the fees to go to school. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So we work with them. And, you know, these are all just people who want to – we're all doing the same thing. Yeah. All we're doing is serving the community. And I would rather serve 20 women really well than 100 women I kind of talk to. You know, if you can make – any anyone you change the life of one person and it's just i mean what else do you need to do you know when these women come to me now and they're like you know you changed my life i'm like no you changed your life i was just your cheerleader mm. you know i just told you you could mm. like i didn't do it i just told you you can do it yourself you know so it's just you know, it's just wonderful so if we can all just get to that point where we're helping people and it doesn't matter how many numbers are on our books mm. it kind of help makes it a 
an easier thing to do. Yeah. We're sitting in a church, so I'll say it this way. That'll preach. So, um. <laughs> oh, I can, I can preach. <laughs> uh, man, it's just so good. So, so good. Um, it's March. Uh, this is uh, International Women's History Month. It is. Um, and uh, we, we've got a couple of events coming up this Sunday which I am guessing this podcast will be published after this first event, um, and that that is A-OK, but we're going to be down at Tawny Town Winery on uh, March 13th, and uh, and again, um, later this month, Sunday night, March 27th, at Bike Rack Brewing Company in Bentonville, 8th Street Market location, and... Um, I am I'm, I'm, I'm at the microphone today, but you will not see me at the microphone all that much come Sundays uh, this month, and I, I am both uh, excited and and trepidatious because I have I have been this has been my baby for so so long. Um, but we have five amazing uh, female singers uh, here joining us this week and uh, and later this month. Um, uh, it's just going to be so much fun. Our theme is called I'm Every Woman, so you can certainly expect to hear a little Whitney Houston for you, uh, along with so many other wonderful uh, artists and, and singers, so uh, we hope you'll come and check that out if you're in the area. Uh, all month long, 100% of donations through our website, uh, beerandhymns.com, will go to support Dress for Success Northwest Arkansas. Uh, you can give there now or by way of our Venmo at Beer and Hymns Charity. Uh, check them out. It sounds like the work they're doing is... I don't know what the right word is. Um, life-changing, but that, that's, that falls short. Um, but there is hope and there is joy in the work that Dress for Success is doing. Um, uh, if Tracy is at all a representation of that, and I know that she is, she's the workhorse behind it all, uh, I, I know that, that uh, there is just so much joy that is being radiated out into uh, these amazing women that are getting to come to you and, uh, and find, find that support system that they need. Um, to take that next step, whatever it might be in their journey. So um, thank you for what you do. Thank you for the support you provide in our community. And um, yeah. You're very welcome. Thank you for what you do. Cheers. Laugh at the Darkness is produced by BeerandHymns.com. Our podcast theme music is composed by folk singer, songwriter, and artist Kevin McCrell. You can check out more from him at KevinMcCrell.com. Special thanks to Gloria Echeverria for all her behind-the-scenes work from editing together this podcast and managing our social media. I couldn't do it without you. To Matt Nelson, our brilliant band leader, you make me look and sound a lot better than I really am. And to all of our sponsors, Dr. Donna Johnson and Neil Pumford, the Austin Family, Bike Rack Brewing Company, the CFO Network, Kind Creative Company, First National Bank of Northwest Arkansas, the Neighborhood Church, and First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. And most importantly, thanks to you, our listeners, for checking out Laugh at the Darkness. Do us a favor, like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. Leave us a review and, and share it with your friends. My name is Ken Weatherford. We'll be back next month with more stories to Laugh at the Darkness.